Hi, my name is Hina Solanke. Welcome to The Phil Fabulous Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this episode. I hope you're all safe and well. Thank you for tuning in. Now, in this episode, I'm going to talk about exfoliation. I often get asked, what do I do to my skin to make it look so fresh and glowy? Now, I hate to say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. Oh, no, I'm not going to say it. Okay, I'm going to say it. I am 50 and I often get mistaken for being much younger and I still get ID'd to buy wine. Woohoo! So I thought in this podcast, it would be a great place for me to redirect friends and supporters when I get this. It's all about exfoliation. Now, in this episode, I'm going to cover what does it mean to exfoliate? Why should you and how do you start? Now, exfoliation is a process of removing dead skin cells from the surface of your skin. This can be either using a chemical, granular substance or exfoliation tool. Your skin naturally sheds dead skin cells to make room for new cells every 30 days or so. Sometimes dead skin cells don't shed completely and this can result in dry flaky patches and clogged pores. Exfoliation can help prevent this. So if you wear fake tan like I do, You'll be often told before you go and have a fake tan done, if you have it done professionally, that you must exfoliate before you get there. If you do it at home yourself, which I often do as well, then I would actually make sure I exfoliate too before I put the tan on. You'll often hear people say, make sure you exfoliate before you go on holiday to tan naturally because you get a more even tan and you don't see those dry flaky patches which will absorb tan. If you use fake products, it will actually just peel off so you'll have a lighter patch. If you're actually tanning uh, in the sun, you'll find that again, that dry patch will just flake off and you'll have a dry patch. So it looks, it doesn't look great and it, it just looks messy. So exfoliation is really important, but it's those dry patches that we're talking about that um, get left behind sometimes, even through the natural process of your skin shedding um, the skin cells. And exfoliation obviously can help with prevent breakouts. So by having, you know, not clogging the pores up, you're going to let your skin breathe and feel fresh. So how does exfoliation benefit your skin? So exfoliating can improve the appearance of your skin in several ways. Exfoliation can leave your skin looking brighter and improve the effectiveness of topical skincare products by enhancing the absorption of them. Regular exfoliation can help prevent clogged pores, resulting in fewer breakouts, as I mentioned before. So just make sure that you are really just keeping your exfoliation routine going um, to really just improve the appearance of your skin and also from the products you're using. So have you ever sort of used a face cloth or if you have done an exfoliation, you find that after when you put your cream on, it just glides on. It's really quick and easy and you don't need as much product. That's because all those dead skin cells have been shed and 
when you haven't exfoliated, you find that you're using more product because you're having to get through those skin cells and your dead, the dead skin cells absorb that product and it just sucks it all in. And unfortunately, you may have not even hit the layers that you need to, to get the um, result that you were hoping for with the products you're using. So lots of exfoliation and you'll find that your products that you're using on your skin go a long way and products aren't cheap nowadays as well so obviously we want to try and make sure they last as long as we can make them last. So long-term exfoliation can increase collagen production. Collagen is the key to glowing vibrant skin. This protein also promotes skin elasticity minimizing the appearance of fine lines and related sagging so you will go around the shops and you will see collagen products everywhere at the moment you'll see collagen drinks collagen tablets collagen fortified food you know you can eat lots of um, oily fishes that's great for your skin by the way and obviously collagen is in um you know soups and things which is made from bone bone broths and if you're if you have meat that is but there's lots of collagen out there naturally in your food but you do need to try and promote your natural collagen because unfortunately, the older we get, we lose more collagen. So we really need to keep our collagen levels up as much as we can. So by using um, exfoliants or exfoliating your skin, you're stimulating the collagen in your skin and you're actually improving the texture uh, and, the, and minimizing the fine lines um, related to sagging so if you're if you imagine if you're exfoliating it's like a bit of an exercise as well so you're kind of toning those muscles up as well so you're getting toning you're getting collagen production and you're just getting more vibrant brighter looking skin um, and I'm convinced that it's because of exfoliation that I've managed to keep my wrinkles away although uh, my mum and dad did look absolutely amazing until their last days. They really did have fabulous skin. So um, I do feel like I'm lucky that I inherited good skin as well, but I am sure going to make sure I preserve it as much as I can also. So what can you expect from physical exfoliation? Well, any exfoliating product or method that requires manual scrubbing or rubbing is known as physical exfoliation. Now you may already have some type of product at home. You've probably got some scrubs or body brushes or loofers. Um, they're all common methods and sometimes you'll find that you get them in little gift sets for free and you may have just sort of put them to the side, not really thinking about them. Get them out, pull them out, please. They're brilliant products. The biggest advantage to physical exfoliation I find is the ease of access. So great to travel with. They're not as messy. And especially when you just want a quick exfoliation, you can just pick up a body mitt or something like that in the shower and just give yourself an over body um, exfoliation, which is great. Um, you can also um, do a DIY scrub yourself at home um, and use that with a maybe a face, face wash or something, a face washcloth, sorry, or something like that. So when you are exfoliating, especially when using products, please don't press too hard. The biggest mistake people make is they press too hard when they're exfoliating. A gentle scrub or movement is all that is needed to get even more layers off successfully. So if you think of it logically, 
the lighter you actually exfoliate in the circular motions, you're actually kind of just lifting the dead skin cells from the top layer going down and, and, they, and you actually get more off that way. And if you think, if you're pressing your skin, you're pressing it back into your body. So all you're kind of doing is moving it around. You're not actually um, exfoliating. You're not shedding them dead skin cells, which is what we need. And by pressing too hard, you need to be very careful because you could actually just break some of those capillaries as well. And that's when you start getting them spider veins and things. So please just make sure you're not pressing too hard and I guarantee you, you'll get far more product, uh, far more layers off with the product. So what materials can you use um, for manual exfoliation? So they can include cleansing scrubs, exfoliating mitts, dry brushes and loofers. Now, again, like I said, you may already have these ingredients at home and I'm going to share with you just in a moment some of my favourite ones. But what I also do, they are all manual things that you can do at home. There are lots of places, clinics and salons, which also offer deep exfoliation uh, procedures. And I often have something done at my clinic called microdermabrasion, which is um, one of my favorite procedures also. If I'm not doing something at home, I will go ahead and have one of those done. And that's a deep exfoliation, crystals jetted onto the skin and a, and a vacuum, which is just like sucking all the um, extra oils and things from your skin. Um, so it's like a vacuum going on at the same time, plus crystals jetted onto the skin, taking the dead layers off, and then the suction takes away, um, like I said, just extra sebum and just um, those toxins from your skin. Now, my favorite three products to make at home, which I have done since I could remember. Um, and I've always used these and they're typically things that we'd have at home. And my favorite one is chickpea flour, turmeric and yogurt. So that is one mask. So I would get about a tablespoon of chickpea flour, half a teaspoon of turmeric, and then yogurt. Now it's live yogurt that you want. Now I'm actually dairy intolerant now. So I often don't really have yogurt at home. Um, so I would just uh, use lemon or water to mix this up. And in this case, the yogurt is used just to really bind the products anyway, but yogurts by itself, which I'll go into in a little while, is brilliant as well as an exfoliation. But chickpea flour, chickpea flour, by the way, is known to just the zinc from there kills um, uh, uh, live acne and bacteria. So it is brilliant, a brilliant product to use. And turmeric, well, turmeric is also very well known now. And um, we all know it's anti-inflammatory. So that's going to really calm skin down. It's going to depuff you. It's going to get rid of blemishes and really clean out your skin. So you mix this together as a paste. And what we're looking for is like a thick custody kind of paste and just gently put it all over your face. Now, let me warn you here, if you have a clear manicure or any white nail polish or a French manicure, be very careful, wear gloves because you might find that they get stained yellow. This face mask is a brilliant face mask, but boy, is it messy. Oh my gosh, it makes so much mess, but it is brilliant. So layer it onto your face and let it dry. And what we're looking for is semi-dry, not quite dry, because if it goes too dry, it will, it will get stiff and you won't actually be able to rub it. If that does happen in any, any patches, what I do is I just um, put my hand under the water. Don't pick any water up and just 
sort of pat my hand, my wet hand onto that area. So I just dampen that a little bit. Now go ahead and start rubbing away at this mask and you'll find that it starts rolling away and rolling off your face. Um, so make sure you're on top of the sink because like I said, this mask is messy. But anyway, so start rubbing it off and you'll find that you really, you almost, look, you'll see that you're almost like a different colour. You're so much brighter and look more vibrant. So rub it away. Also will take away those little fluffy hairs if you've got them on your face, by the way, as well. So it really cleans you up and it just kills those um, extra oil glands around your nose, not the glands, sorry, just the actual um, pores. It minimizes pores as well. Brilliant for minimizing pores and cleaning out those pores. Now, I also mentioned yogurt is brilliant by itself as well. Absolutely, as a really quick exfoliation, if, you're, if you just want to brighten your skin up, let's say before you're going out or something, get some yogurt, live yogurt, give your skin and um, your face a nice rub with it, rub it around and you'll find that it's a bit stingy, just quickly, just very quickly rub it and you'll find you get a good exfoliation. Nothing that I've ever used beats that chickpea flour paste that I make up, but it's good enough as a quick fix. So yeah, really, really good and just wash it all off because it can be a bit stingy as I said. Manuka honey by itself is brilliant but can also be stingy and that's my third third face mask that I was going to recommend is Manuka honey. Now Manuka honey can be expensive so just watch what you're doing. There are some blends out there now so you get Manuka honey blends and they also work just as well. So try one of those, just put some around your um, face. If you've just got, let's say, problematic area, you might just want to use um, any of these masks just in that area, especially the chickpea flower one. If you've got problematic cheeks, let's say, that flame up, just do it there if you don't want to do the whole thing. Um, but certainly with the honey, you can do that. And the longer you can leave it, if it's not stinging too much, the better it works because it's actually um, taken, it's going to take shed away those dead skin cells, but it's also killing bacteria on your skin. So what will work best for your skin type, considering which skin type it is, is something you're going to have to decide um, because you're going to know your own skin type yourself. So just you just want to make sure you minimize the risk of irritation um, so you can achieve the best results possible. Now, my skin is sensitive. So if you've got sensitive skin, it stings or it's otherwise irritated quite easily when you use new products. So that's considered sensitive. So I'm very careful what products I use. I'm extremely sensitive and I actually could use one product let's say at the beginning of the month and by the second week or third week of the month I may not be able to use it it may affect me in a different way um, and hormones stress levels all different factors can come in here on how products actually work for you so just keep that uh, in your mind as well if uh, you're finding suddenly that some products work and they sometimes they don't work so normal skin is clear and is not easily irritated and most people have normal skin and they can try almost any type of exfoliation technique or product without experiencing any adverse effects so it really comes down to just personal preference now if you have dry skin it's flaky or dry now it's really important if you do have dry flaky skin to be very gentle with it because if you go ahead and rub too hard on dry flaky skin you may just find you've peeled your skin so it's red raw so be extremely careful please what I would do in this case is I would actually 
if you're using the chickpea flour paste, I would put it all over, but I wouldn't rub it on that area. I'd actually wash it off in the area that you had some dry patches. So please be very careful with that. Oily skin. Well, oily skin appears shiny and feels greasy. And if you're not careful, you can over irritate it and stimulate even more oil. So a lot of people seem to think greasy skin, you can get away with almost anything. I would say it's not quite that because you need to be extremely careful. The more you exfoliate and the more products you use and you're overstimulating those um, oil glands um, and you're just going to produce more oil. So be extremely careful and keep it as calm as possible. Combination skin is characterized by a mix of oily and dry skin. So again, like I said, if you're not sure what type of skin you have got, you can just go and see a dermatologist or a skin specialist and they can probably advise you. So here are some really common questions that I often get asked. When should I exfoliate? Well, I personally prefer to exfoliate in the evening. And the reason being is I like to have a fresh face before I go to bed. So I love that feeling of having just like a cream on after a really well exfoliated face. And the last thing I want to do is wear any makeup. Um, you know, when you've exfoliated your skin, your skin is vibrant, it's clean, it can breathe. It's just such a lovely feeling. So you don't want to be putting makeup on really after that, but it is personal choice. But try to leave it your skin for at least six, if 12 hours, even better without using any makeup at all afterwards. So how often should I exfoliate? I say about twice a week is fine. You're going to have to figure out your skin type um, and that will dictate a little bit on how often you should exfoliate. If you can't exfoliate twice a week, once a week, once every two weeks, even once a month, don't think that, oh my gosh, I haven't exfoliated, so I'm just going to give up with that. Please don't. Just And I even have those moments sometimes, you know, we all do and we, we're over busy. We're, we're, you know, just focusing on different things at different times and last thing that we need on our mind is exfoliating our face so don't just give it up altogether think I oh, forget it I'm just it's just not working please just do it whenever you can and honestly you will find that it really works for you and like I said I am convinced that exfoliation has been my key it's been the key to keeping my the fine lines and wrinkles away now another question I get asked is can I use body scrubs on my face um no, you cannot use a body scrub on your face. Please, please don't use a body scrub on your face. Body scrubs are meant for the body. The body has thicker, stronger skin. Your face has very delicate skin, especially the neck. The neck is delicate. Um, a certain areas of your face, very delicate. So please be careful. If you, if you use a body scrub on your face, you could, like I said earlier, if you rub too hard, you'll find that you could actually get, you could break capillaries and you'll end up with spider veins. Um, or you could actually just end up with red raw skin or gray skin. So please be very careful. And you know, a face, a face cloth even can be used as an exfoliator. Um, so if you don't have, if you can't get anything, just a face wash, a uh, face cloth, just use that even. But certainly please don't use any body scrubs as they're just, just too harsh and they can tear your delicate facial tissues. So another question is, how many products can I use? Now, 
just limit your products. You know, we've got a habit, haven't we? We just see new products, new advertisements come on and we're like, yay, let me try that. Let me try that. Let me try that. Let me buy that. Let me buy that. No, please go easy. Your face needs firstly time to adjust to new products. And if you keep using new products, to be honest, you're not even really going to be able to monitor which one works. So just use a product at a time. Now, not all products do work for everybody. So you may find you're using a product, give it a couple of weeks. If you're not really agreeing to it, I would say then possibly um, change um, and try something else. But if you can give it a month, four weeks, even better. But yeah, just take it easy with how many products you use on your face at one time or in one week, let's say. Now, the bottom line is if you have any underlying skin conditions um, that you're not sure about where to start, make an appointment to see a dermatologist or other skin specialist. So the bottom line, if you have an underlying skincare condition or you're unsure about where to start, make an appointment to see your dermatologist or other skin specialist. Like I said, I often like to have microdermabrasion and that's done in my clinic. I love it. Um, it's just a deeper exfoliation and I try to do this maybe once a month and then I maintain all my other exfoliation at home. Um, I really hope you, this has inspired you and encourages you to get into some type of uh, system at home and start to exfoliate your face. I'm not going to disclose my age. Well, I'm going to try not to disclose my age on any other podcast ever again. I've just let it let you have it on this one and hopefully we won't see it again. But I, I really am convinced that exfoliation has helped me keep my fine lines away. So I feel fresh, I feel um, more vibrant. And you know, when you feel, when you look good, you kind of feel good, don't you? So hopefully um, this can make you feel fabulous and you've enjoyed this episode and I hope to see you soon. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I really hope you've enjoyed it. You can always follow me on Facebook at Hina Solanke. I often do videos on there as well and I talk about um, different products and different procedures that I also offer or procedures that are available out there. Take care for now. Bye.